Welcome to the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Training Podcast for serious-minded, deep-thinking, career-oriented network marketing pros who are sick of the fluff and appreciate the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Now here's your host who has produced over 200 hours of real-world training for the industry, 30-plus years network marketing pro, Dale Calvert. Good evening, everyone. This is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to the Thursday night No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership webinar. We do these every Thursday night. I appreciate you guys being with us tonight. Uh, for those of you that don't know who I am or have never been on a webinar before, uh, I've been involved in the network marketing industry in some capacity over 35 years. I started when I was 20 years old living in this actual 600-square-foot home, driving this beat-up Chevette. That's where I started. Uh, my first three years, I wanted to quit every day. I'm originally from a little small town in Kentucky, population 400, not even a stoplight in the town. Uh, my sponsor quit two weeks after I joined. But thankfully, I got involved at a time when Sony came out with a Walkman that allowed me to listen to audio cassettes for eight hours a day, every single day. And my first three years, I listened to over 7,500 hours of audio, which looking back today, I kind of understand gave me a different perception and, and a different awareness regarding team building and what it takes. From those 7,500 hours, really what I learned more than anything is what I didn't want as far as building a business and that, you know, the whole philosophy of we're in the leadership development business. Your income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that you develop on your team. Uh, and teams are developed with people. People can only be developed through systems, as franchises have shown us. So that whole philosophy uh, was developed during that time. Uh, long story short, uh, it took me five years to leave my job and go full-time, but I've never had a check from a company since that day. Uh, it took me nine years to get to $92,000 a year. But my 10th year jumped to 252,000. My 11th was 1.1 million. And then my 13th year was 3.3 million. My 14th year was 3.8 million. And I believe that's exactly the way it should happen. I believe when you get to the top, you should have a group of people behind you. They should have a group of people coming down the road behind them. They should have a group of people coming down the road behind them and so on and so forth, and I just believe that's how you develop teams. It's through unified, duplicatable systems. Uh, I retired at age 39, uh, wanted to pursue other businesses, which my wife and I operate four different businesses now. Uh, 2015, about a year ago, I decided that I wanted to spend some quality time trying to give back all I can give back to the network marketing profession because it absolutely changed my life from multiple aspects. So that we do these every Thursday night. Every Thursday, last Thursday we didn't make it, but I know a lot of you, I got some great emails and I appreciate it. Those of you that saw the frogs training uh, and all the kind words and comments I got regarding that video that was online that you access last week. I appreciate those kind words. But normally we try to do these every single Thursday night. We've been very, very consistent over the last year. Tonight, my real go tonight is when we get done is that you're encouraged beyond being encouraged, that you feel really, really good about the path that you're on. And I'm going to talk to, I'm going to share some things and some ideas I've never really talked about before. Uh, and I think that sometimes we have to just stop and not doubt the way it is. Not doubt the way it is. 
I see so many people that know in their heart and soul there ain't no foo-foo dust, but they cannot prevent themselves from just trying one more hack. And I believe that there's wisdom of the ages, principles, concepts, ideas that were here long before any of us that are wisdom of the ages, that their their ideas, philosophies that worked a hundred years ago and that will work a hundred years from now and they're really never going to change. The only thing that really changes, especially as it relates to the network marketing industry, is lead generation. And lead generation doesn't change. It evolves. Every method that we've ever used in my entire 35-plus years to create leads still works today. Some even better than when I was doing it, like direct mail. But it still works today because the real product always has been, always will be people. And human nature is pretty predictable. So evolution, technology creates more ways to get our message about our products and our opportunities in front of more people, which is necessary, but it doesn't replace the proven principles, concepts, ideas, method, methodologies of the past. Network marketing is different from any other business. I've been involved in a lot of businesses over the years. It's very unique because it requires requires skill sets like all businesses do. But it also requires mindsets. And in network marketing, if you don't have the right mindset, you're never going to develop the right skill sets. And again, we live in a world where people are constantly looking for the foo-foo dust And it's just not there. There's reasons things come together and work, and there's reasons they don't. And there's just no foo-foo dust. You know, we kind of have a lottery mentality sometimes. One of the things I really want to communicate to every one of you with us tonight, and I mean this from the bottom of my soul, uh, and there's a video where I expand on this a little bit. I hope you'll go watch it when we're done tonight. Uh, because it's really reality. And you can go to YouTube and you can type in Dale Calvert. You are already successful. And I hope you will do that when we're done tonight. If you're making notes, just write that down. Dale Calvert, you're already successful. It's on YouTube. You're seeing it. But see, the fact, guys, that you're on this webinar tonight tells me a lot about you. You could be watching reruns of Laverne and Shirley or something. You know, you could, there's other things you could be doing with your time, but you're here tonight. You're investing your time. Now, and I appreciate that. I don't take that for granted. And tonight, uh, I'm really excited for you because I think, again, I, if I can communicate what I want to communicate, you're going to leave tonight feeling really, really, really good about your path and your and, and yourself and your journey and where you are on the road in network marketing, especially those of you that are members of the training club. You've been Some of you have been plugged into these webinars since the very first one we did about a year ago. Some of you I've worked with off and on in the past. And, and I just want you to have a confidence and an acceptance that you've already won the game if you continue to do what you're doing for many, many, many of you. You've already, the game's already won. It's over. You win. You just stay on the path. You're already a success. Successful people are willing to do for a short period of time what most people aren't so they can do for the rest of their life what most people can't. And again, if you're living your life working towards worthy goals, i.e. your top three reasons, which I know the majority of you listen to me tonight, you've got your top three reasons written down. You look at it every day when you get up in the morning and every night when you go to sleep, and you're focused on the the reasons. You're not think worried about the, the, the work. You're focused on the why. And the fact that you're living your life working towards worthy goals, that's the definition of success. And when you, when you reach those goals, when you reach them, you're no longer a success. 
unless you set new goals. Success is living your life working towards worthy goals. Look at 97% of the population around you. Coworkers, neighbors, they're in a state of existence. They're not in a, they're not in a flow of, of making impact and working towards worthy goals. You are, you wouldn't be with us tonight. Now, this is kind of the essence of what I want to talk about. The reasons, and this is a, a quote from Steve Furtick. I don't even know who Steve is, but I love this quote. The reason we struggle with insecurity, and we'll say insecurity in the network marketing business, with the network marketing business model, is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. You know, I talk to people, Dale, I'm 56 years old. You know, we got people in our company that are half my age making five times more money than I, I, I am. I don't understand. They don't know what they're doing. They have no business experience. I had a small business for 22 years. And I, I have a lot of these conversations with a lot of people. And I just want to scream through the phone sometimes. Don't compare yourself with anybody. This is your journey. It's your trip. It's your road. It's, it's, it's your hurdles. Okay. The road is the same for everybody, but we all start at different places and we all have different hurdles and we all have different timetables. And there's not one person that's ever went started from nothing to go full-time in the network marketing industry that did it faster than they had hoped they would. Not one. Not one. It's not, it's, it, it normally, it took me five dedicated years. Dedicated. Consistent. Consistent. Every week. Every Sunday night making my calls for the following week. Consistent effort. And, and, and again, some of, sometimes some of you, you've been in a consistent effort mode for six months, eight months, a year, 18 months, and you're consistent and you're very consistent. And it's like, when is it going to start clicking? You know, I, I never will forget cutting out a, uh, comic strip from the Sunday paper years ago, and it was, I can't remember that little dude's name right now. I can't, I don't read, I'm not an avid comic strip reader. I can't remember his name. It's, But this is actually pasted in one of my journals. I'll have to show it to you guys one time. But he's looking up in the stars, and he's in his, the caption, the in his mind, you know, where they show thoughts in comic strips, is... When does when a few start? When does when a few start? And I can remember when I saw that. It's like, oh, this is so how I feel right now. And some of you are there. And some of you are in, I call it the fog. You know, it's like there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but you're not sure if it's a light or if it's a train coming in your direction. And I just want to encourage you tonight. If you're on the path, stay on the path. Consistent effort. Don't compare yourself with anybody. Will Smith said, don't compare yourself to others. That's when you start to lose confidence in yourself. And I've seen this many, many times with many people over the years, especially in the network marketing profession, as we start comparing with what somebody else is doing compared to what we've done. And they look, well, they've only been involved three years. I've been involved seven years. And and we have all this unproductive thought in our minds instead of just focusing on what we can control, focusing on what we can control. And if you're not careful, when you let your mind slip into this comparison, the next thing that comes after that is excuses. And excuses are the tools of incompetence used to build monuments of nothingness. I love that. Excuses are the tools of incompetence used to build the 
monuments of nothingness. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Okay. And here's the deal, guys. Here's the deal. You're on, if you're a member of the, tra- of the training club, you're listening to those CDs, you're internalizing that information. Okay. You're, you're into the personal development, the self development. I, I get that. So, you know, you're, you're not, you don't qualify. You do not qualify as being incompetent. The fact that you're on, that you're with us tonight. Okay. It's now, Sometimes when we're in the fog, in the fog, we will tend to compare and make excuses because we, we really aren't, we can't, we, we don't really, the other side of the fog, we have to take on faith. And I ask you, and a lot of people that we work with, it's like, don't, I don't want you to take it on faith. I want you to take it on Dale's track record i want you to take it on the fact that what i share with you comes from the fact that i don't have a dog in the hunt okay i'm not i'm not trying to build a team uh undercover in xyz company i don't i'm not sharing things hoping that you know i don't have to sell seminar seats to buy my groceries okay i'm coming from a little bit different place and my only focus is to help you the best way I possibly can and support you the best way I can. If you don't remember anything tonight regarding competition, remember, look in the mirror because that's always where your real competition is. That's where my competition is. Now, I have other competitors in what I do. Uh, if from the outside looking in, people think that I have competitors. I know I have no competitors. I know I have none. Uh, and say, well, Dale, how, you have you have people teaching this. You have people teaching that. You, nobody, there's nobody in 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 my market in the network marketing profession that has my track record. That's bottom line. So I don't have. I don't even have to think about that. It doesn't even, it doesn't even phase me. It's, it's really laughable in my mind. Okay. And that's the only place that it matters. Just like with you, it's the only place that matters with you is in your mind, where you're going, your focus. You, you your only competition is in the mirror. And if you can stay in the mirror and compete with yourself, that's the best person in the world to compete with. That is the best person in the world to compete with. That's, that's, I love competing and I really have learned to love to compete with myself. Guys, this is it. You, you, I'm going to say this every webinar for the rest of my career that I ever do. This business, there's just a few systems that you master. And you get really good at those and you can write your own ticket for the rest of your career and you never have to learn anything else. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but it's launching your business, how to launch people, how to get new people started. That's number one. Then develop a customer acquisition system with a referral system attached to it for your product or service. Master a two-step recruiting process. Step one is create curiosity. Step two is let them hear the whole story. That's play two. It always will be. And then have a distributor retention program because that's real important. It's not just about getting them in. It's about keeping them in and helping them move forward. And those are really the foundational systems. That's the only thing you're ever going to have to learn. And then after you have those in place and they're clicking and you get it and you understand it and it's as systematic as any successful franchise in the world and you got it and you understand it, then it just comes down to how many leads can you put through the system on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. And that comes down to lead generation and lead generation is always 
moving forward. It's always expanding. It's always presenting new opportunities because of technology. But if you're, if you're involved in network marketing 20 years from now and you leave the house without a drop card in your pocket, you don't get it. You don't get it. It's numbers. Bottom line, you're looking for the right people at the right time in their life. That's it. That's bottom line. You have a number. You have a number. From, to get from where you are to where you want to go, you have a number. Now, the fog comes. Consistent people doing it consistently, doing the right things consistently. You know, it would be so much easier if consistent effort produced consistent results. But it doesn't. But it always produces success. Consistent effort doesn't always create consistent results, but it always produces success. If it created consistent results and we knew, you know, for every 30 oysters we shucked, we found a pearl, then it would be real easy to be in the pearl business. And in this business, you don't know where your pearls, your leaders are going to come from. We did, we talked about this, what, two or three weeks ago. Where do leaders come from? And it, and if they came consistently, uh, it, it would, uh, it, it, w- it would take the challenge out of it. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you might go a month, you, it might, there might be a month, seven months from now, where you sponsor three people back to back to back that each go out and create quarter million dollar year incomes in, in your opportunity. It could happen that way. Would you talk to 700 to get to those three? Well, Dale, I would. If I could, if I knew that in seven months, if I talked to 700, then my 701, 702, and 703 were each going to go out and build quarter million dollar a year incomes, I absolutely would. Well, here's the reality, guys. That's the way this business works. You have a number before you get to your pearls. We just don't know what the number is and we don't know when the pearls come, but we both know the pearls will come because the law of averages the law, not the theory, the law of averages dictates that. And that's just the way it is. And we can fight it or we can learn to work with it. Just the way it is. Once I finally figured out, hey, I'm not going to fight this. You know, some will, some won't. So what? Somebody's waiting for me. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to schedule my 15 appointments every, every single week. And I know some of them aren't going to be there when I get there. But I know if I can schedule 15 that I'll sponsor five, five a month. And if I sponsor five a month for a year, then I'm going to find two or three that weren't as bad as I do. And if I do it the next year, I'll find two or three. And if I do it the next year, I'll find two or three. And then I'll be, I'll be rolling. And, and it's just get the emotion out of it and let's get through the numbers. So what does mastery look like? Mastery looks like somebody that has developed, and that's always going to be a key word, developed leaders. They've maximized and they're they're becoming the best leader they can personally be, like many of you listening tonight. Your focus is on you becoming the best leader you can be so you can turn around and develop other leaders. And in my opinion, that's what mastery looks like. Uh, some of those of you that are our training club members, I think in month one or two in the back end, on the website, we have a whole training on mastery that I didn't do, but another guy did. And I think it's phenomenal. Mastery, mastery, mastery. It's, it's mastery. Now, if you look in, in the network marketing profession, let me go back here. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of, I first heard about this concept I, uh, when I went through a, a stage like a lot of people go through and I thought, Oh, I got to learn how to close people. Okay. I figured out this was like two years in. I got to learn how to close. And then I realized if I close them, they're never going to do anything. And all I've really accomplished is wasting each other's time. 
and that's the most valuable asset I have. So I'm not going to, I don't want to close people. I'm looking for people that are looking for opportunity. I'm looking for people that are looking for this product line. I'm not, I don't want to have to go out and close them because if I close them, they're going to be more trouble than they're worth. And they're not going to continue to use the product consistently, regularly, every day like they're supposed to. And this is just a waste of everybody's time. But I went through a, a period where I bought every closing book. You know, I bought Zig Ziglar's Secret to Closing the Sale and How to Become a Master Closer. And I went through all that, you know, years and years ago until I realized network marketing has nothing to do with closing. And it took me a while. It took me a while to understand that. But that's the first time I ever heard this concept, and it's unconsciously incompetent, unconsciously incompetent. That's how everybody starts in the network marketing profession. They don't know what they're doing, but they don't know they don't know what they're doing. They're unconsciously incompetent, and that's in anything new that we do in life. I don't care if you're trying to learn how to play a musical instrument, you're trying to learn how to bake brownies, you name it. If you've never done it before, you're unconsciously incompetent. You don't know what you're doing, but you don't know that you don't know what you're doing. And after you bite into the brownies the first time, uh, then you're going to realize you're going to, you're going to be move into a state where you're consciously <laughs> incompetent. Where, hey, I forgot something because these don't taste like grandma's. Okay. So. That's kind of the process, you know. Yeah, I bought the guitar and I bought the pick and I've got everything, but when I go to my fingers hurt and I don't really know what I'm doing here. If you're, it doesn't matter. You name it. It's a process. We go as humans. We go from unconsciously incompetent. We don't know that we don't know what we're doing. Then we wake up one day and we're consciously incompetent. And that happens in network marketing at different stages. Hopefully that will happen in your first 90 days. Hopefully. Uh, the, the, the worst thing in the world is to get to about us, you know, where you're making seven, eight, nine thousand dollars a month and you're, and, and it's all based upon just ignorance on fire emotion. And then you turn around and you can't find your team one day and, and, and all of a sudden you're, consciously incompetent at that point that's a that's a bad time to wake up and realize it and then if you get the proper direction and the proper training and you really get your mind's mind wrapped around you know the four or five systems that you have to have to develop as large a team as you ever want to develop and 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 you start learning okay it's a 29 day call and you're looking at the script you're consciously competent but you're you're looking at the script and the script says according to my records it's time for you to reorder your product how would you like to receive up to $10 off your next purchase and you can do it because you're consciously competent and, and see, when you're consciously competent, I think that's when you're in a fog. Because again, you, you're just taking some stuff on faith. You know, the, the people that I work with, it's on faith. But it's like, again, I, I, I've been down this road for a long time. I've watched a lot of people go through unconsciously incompetent, consciously incompetent. That's usually when they get the streak when you slump audio. Uh, and then they get to a point where they're consciously competent. They can do it. They can follow it. They can follow the scripts. They remember to, to ask, always ask, would you like fries with that? It's no different than any other franchise in the world. And they learn it and they get it. And then you get to a point where you're unconsciously competent, where you can do this business in your sleep. You'll, you'll never, it, it, because through repetition and implementation, it becomes part of who you are. Okay. Just like the crazy commercials that were programmed into our minds when we were kids. Like, I can't believe I ate the. You all know what that is. If I say, if you're about my age, you know what, what I'm talking about. Okay, and I talk about this in other trainings, that repetition is the mother of learning. So you will get there. If you're in the fog, I just want to encourage you tonight that you will get there. 
And then you get to a point where you're unconsciously competent. You can do this business in your sleep. If, 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 if I had to talk nonstop 24 hours straight about concepts and ideas and anything to do with network marketing, I could do it and never repeat myself. You know, I have, I, I mean, I, it's just so programmed. This, I understand the team building concept. And, and, and again, if you, if you devote any type of time, energy and, and focused effort, there's not a person listening to me tonight that won't get the same, to the same place. I, it's not just about me. I mean, I've watched hundreds and hundreds of people over the years, maybe thousands on my personal team. And I have watched thousands that, that have different levels of competency, different levels of competency based upon where they are, how long they've been around, how long they've been plugged in. Thousands at different levels of competency. Now, hear me. The worst thing a six-month person can do is to compare themselves with a five-year person because they may, they're as competent as the five-year person. They just don't have the time that the five-year person has, has yet. But I, I've seen really, really good people, really good people. They're six months in. They've mastered the retail to recruit system. They got it. They understand it. They get it. They're good. They communicate well. They don't leave out words. They don't rearrange the words. <coughs> Excuse me. They use the psychological flow. They, 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 they're, they're good. They're, they're really good. They're, they, they can teach it better than I can teach it. Okay. But they get discouraged. Because they're comparing themselves with somebody that's been coming down that road for five or six years. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention tonight. Because there's some really good people that are listening tonight that are on the right track. You are. You're coming down the road. You're internalizing. You're getting better every day. You're implementing. But don't compare yourself with 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 other people. The only person you compare yourself with is the person staring you back in the mirror. And here's the concept I wanted to talk about tonight. There's different levels of competency based upon time. What is competency? A specific range of skills, knowledge, ability to do something successfully, successful, being adequately or well qualified, the condition of being capable of to meet demands requirements. That's the definition. So there's some of you that are extremely competent in different areas of this business. We talk about the five core fundamental systems and some of you are very competent in some and you're getting better in the others. And the rub in this business is you kind of got to learn all five of them kind of at the same time. But you're going to kill a few along the way. We all do. But you're getting very competent in your flow, in your processes, in the rhythm that you have of building your business, create leads, follow up with leads, scratch them off your list, let them hear play too. It's, it's so monotonous for me at this point in my life, just beyond monotonous. It's like, you know, it's like listening to achy, breaky heart, you know, every day, a hundred times, you know, Billy Ray Cyrus, y'all know that song. Don't break my heart. Yeah. That's what it's like. Because it's, it's not going to, and, and the thing about it, it's not going to change. It's not going to, why is it not good? Because it's based upon human nature, wisdom of the ages. So the thing I'd like for you to think about tonight is who or what do you compare your competence to? Who or what do you compare your personal competence to? And accept that there's ongoing levels of competence. Ongoing levels. Okay. So you're, and 
when when you when you get there through time and implementation is how you get there in systems then you can teach you can teach the systems because you've lived it you've done it you've experienced it and the thing that I want you to just think about tonight is there's different levels of being competent and and I think that people we tend to well, they've been around eight years in this industry. I've been in eight years, and they're doing this, and I haven't done that yet. And again, it's about you competing with you, okay? It's your journey. I used to tell people, you know, I'm so glad you're going through this right now because it's going to make your story that much better one day. And I believe that. I mean, I'm. I, it's weird, to, and people look at me like they want to slap me, but I really believe that. And, you know, I look at some of the people that I'm working with right now, one-on-one, some of our uh, Network Marketing Leadership Development Academy members. And I might, I like we have one member that uh, was helping his dad over the weekend. He's, his dad's getting older, came back home, had a gallbladder account, a, attack. We've had some deaths in the family. Uh, we've had some strange stuff going on. And, you know, life happens, guys. Life happens. That's why you have to run when you can run, and you have and, and there's you're you're you're, you're going to get overwhelmed with information overload if you if you don't really focus in on the just the core fundamentals of building this business and get good at it, get really good at that, and it'll take you as far as you ever want to go. Now, I want to share this with you tonight, and I'm almost done. Some of you know what that is. That's an IBM correcting selectric typewriter <clears throat> and some of you know that when uh, one summer I think the summer when I was 18 maybe the summer after I got out of high school I don't remember yeah there's the summer I got out of high school I uh, I went to work they had like temporary summer jobs for college students at IBM and I got I got it. I got a summer job, and it was running a real simple machine. And if you just stayed at it, and it was, and basically what I did is I put the type head, I loaded the type head onto this machine. I took it out of a tray. I put the type head on this little. Some of you remember the the selectric, the little ball that typed. I put the type head on this machine and then it would take it around to the different, the different segments of the machine and it would customize the type head based upon multiple things. Like if, if it was going to Germany, the type head would be done in German. So all I had to do, I had, it was like a huge egg tray and it, and it, it had 40 type heads in it, five rows of eight. And all I had to do was put the, put the, put the type head on the machine, hit two buttons and it started the process. And then when, when it, when it released, get another one on there as quick as I can, hit the two buttons. When it released, put another one on there when it released. And then there was a guy that kind of ran the machine. He, he knew all the machine and his, his production was based upon how many type heads between he and I that we did every day. So he would give me incentives and stuff, and and I wanted to do a good job. And they said, Dale, if you do a good job, you know, if you if you get good reviews over your ninety days, then you might get a full time job down the road. And I got great great reviews, and it was a simple, brain dead, easy job to do. You just had to pay attention and, and don't, don't daydream and keep the type heads moving. That's all I had to do. Real simple. And we ended up setting a record on that machine one day. He said, Dale, we're going to do it today. And we did. Okay. But it was simple. It was easy. Anybody could do it. Okay. And the eighth grade, uh, eight, eight year old could do what I was doing on that job. But I ended up getting hired at IBM the next year and I was going to school at nights. And I, I got hired to be on the assembly line, putting together these correcting selectric typewriters. 
and I have some dexterity, but it, but it's, but it takes a lot of practice because I, some of you know, I was a semi-professional magician when I was young. So it gave me a little bit of dexterity, but I don't have any, I don't have a mechanical mind at all from any aspect. I don't have any type of engineering specs. All that stuff drives me crazy, really. But I got hired and we, we went to a week of training eight hours a day. And it was a brand new line, and our line was putting together these correcting selectric typewriters. It was on third shift. So we had four people that started the initial process. They were called 820 operators, and then it came back to me. I was an 830 operator, and four of us were. And we put on the motor and the keyboard and several other parts, and then we pushed it back to the next guy, and the next guy or gal finished it out, and then it went to the inspector, and then it went to the 900 line where they did the the very, the keyed-in specifications on the typewriter. So we spent a week in training. We go up there the first night. Uh, first night on the line and the guy, you know, they had the guy, they had a couple already finished. So they push them back to me and the guy that done the 820 and I start working on my process and my first eight hour shift, I got about three quarters of my part done. Like I didn't get one full, didn't get one complete one done. Um, and you know, everybody else around me had done five or six and I did like three quarters. So the next night I finished my original and I completed one more and everybody else around me was doing nine or 10. And I, I, so I am beyond unconsciously incompetent. Uh, the next night, I did two complete keyboards, motors, and my other parts. Uh, the next night I did three, and the next night I only did two and about a quarter. And by this time, the people around me were doing in the teens, 18, 19, 20. And my foreman guy called me in before I left after that first week, and he said, Dale, do you think you're going to be able to do this? And I said, well, you know, what kind of quotas are we looking at? And he said, you got to get to where you're doing 55, 55 a night. I said, 55 a week? He said, no, 55 a night per shift. And he said, the most you got done this week was three. And I just wanted to know if you think you're going to be able to do it. And I said, well... Have other people, yeah, he said, uh, he said, people do it. And I said, other people do 55 of these. They literally do 55. Yes, they do, Dale. That's the quota. I said, well, what's the most anybody did this week? He said, well, David did 19 yesterday. So I was working 1030 to 730 in the morning, third shift. And I made one of the smartest decisions I ever made in my life. I didn't go home when I got off. I hung out. I went to the break room, got some coffee. And I said, okay, what I need to do is I need to see the people that are doing 55 a shift. And I waited till the first shift came in. And when the line got going real good and I'm hearing zip, zip, all these air guns and all this, you know, the line started moving. And it was like, it was totally different vision, totally different vision of the way those lines operated and the way our line was operating of newbies. And I saw what it looked like 
to do 55. And I walked up to a couple people and I said, how many of these you do a night? And he said, I do 57, 58 a night. And the lady behind him said, well, I've done 62 in a night. And, and somebody else said, well, I usually always hit my production. I usually get between 53 and 56. And I'm thinking, my gosh, and I'm watching them and I'm just watching the movement and, and how they're doing it. I went home that week. I went home, came back Sunday night, 1030. The next night, the next, that next night, I did five. And the next night I did five again. And over time, over time, I got to 55. And David, the guy that was like the, the king daddy, king of our line at, at my work, my job, he was doing 60. He was doing what? So I, I, he just kept pushing me and I just kept competing with myself and kind of with him but long story short a year later we I, I set a record on that particular process and did 72 in one night and you know david had got to 70 he was the first one i kept saying i'm gonna i'm gonna break your record 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 and finally, one night I came in tonight. Tonight your record goes down, but I got to seventy-two. So I, I wanted to share that with you tonight, guys, because this is what this was at a time when this whole this whole process of 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 me trying to learn network marketing as well during this time. And and it helped me to kind of understand that if you do the right things long enough and you have a vision of what mastery looks like, then you can get there. And and so for me, staying over that one day and watching the day shift people and watching what they did, it helped me get a picture of what I was doing and what I was working towards and what I was trying to build. I had the picture of what mastery looked like. And when I got started in the network marketing profession, I kept looking for mastery. And, and I saw a lot of people that and heard a lot of people that, you know, they were Elvises. And we talked about the six different personality types in network marketing. So competency in network marketing or anything else in your life, some things just take doing it consistent enough, long enough over a period of time. And and many of you listen to me tonight. I know that's where you are. You're in the middle of doing it consistent enough, long enough, over a period of time. And many of you think, well, when is when a few going to start? I get that. But just understand the processes. I mean, if you told me after my first night that, Dale, you're going to go from doing three quarters of your of a machine in eight hours to 72 in eight hours and set a record, I could have not even fathomed that. I couldn't have never even fathomed doing 10 in a night. And see, some of you feel that way about the skill sets and mindsets necessary for success, but I'm here to tell you virtually everybody I talk to every single day, in my opinion, has much more upside potential to become awesome in the network marketing profession than I ever did. I believe that. I just, I see, I see the potential that people have, but it's got, it does take a, a, a determination to become as good as you can become and master the basics and just get through the numbers and understand this is going to be the process. In anything in life, you're going to go from unconsciously competent to consciously incompetent. That's when most people quit. Then you get to a point where you're consciously competent. And then you get to a point where you're unconsciously competent. You can do it in your sleep. You don't even have to think about it. And 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 those of you that have seen the road to $10,000 a month in network marketing, a lot of people hit their plateau around here somewhere. And 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 to me, the the the, the challenge of network marketing is becoming world class, becoming the best you can possibly be under any circumstances and without becoming complacent.
that's the challenge. I mean, I got beyond complacent in this industry. Okay, but but you have to continue to move forward and challenge yourself. And see, some of you are right down in here. You're consciously between conscious. You're incompetent here. You're competent here. But there's so much fog. And if you can just understand, if you continue to climb, the you're going to get out of the fog. Out of the fog, and things are going to become a lot clearer. Out of the fog, <laughs> things are going to become a lot clearer for you. Now. I'm almost done. I apologize for for drinking water in your ear. This is a concept that I want I want to just put out there because I've never talked about this because I've watched it for fifteen twenty years. And I'll probably be watching it, hopefully, 15, 20 more. When people are exposed to an idea, a marketing method, uh, for the first time, it's often mistaken for foo-foo dust. Um. And again, that's I, I've seen people react to some of the stuff that I teach that way, and some of the stuff that other people teach that way. Oh, I've never seen that before, uh, and, and this is phenomenal. It's and it's fufuda. It's this is the the answer. This is the way. Uh, funded proposals, for example, when I first introduced that course several years ago, which is not available now, so I'm not trying to pitch it. But, you know, I own the domain fundedproposals.com. Okay, so I, so when I started teaching that, it was like, my gosh, Dale, this is phenomenal. And I love the concept of funded proposals, and we don't, I haven't talked a lot about it. We'll talk about it at some other point. But, but it, it's not foo-foo dust. All it is is a way to create a lead. Okay. And there's multiple ways to create a lead. I believe you should become a master at lead generation. Because creating a lead, they still have to enroll. You still have to get them started right. You still have to help them develop a retail to recruit system with a customer acquisition, uh, referral system built into it. You still have to expose them to the business. Play one, play two. I mean, none of the foundational principles, concepts, ideas that it takes to develop a team is ever going to be replaced in network marketing. All technology will do, all social media or anything else will ever do, is give you more ways to get your message in the marketplace. But team building concepts, principles, ideas are going to be the same. They're not just not going to change that much, guys. Because your real product is people. So what happens a lot of times when you're first exposed to a concept or an idea, it's like you have this foo-foo, oh, this is it, this is going to, and, and you know what? It's not. What's going to do it is the fundamentals that I've been talking about till I'm blue in the face the last six months, and I will mention every webinar I do for the rest of my career because I know that's what it is. So don't make the mistake of, oh, I've never seen this before, therefore it's the foo-foo dust. A lot of you have been down that road. I talk about that at some level in the 7-lies.com, that ebook on the seven lies of attraction marketing. Uh, but I'd never have communicated that first-time exposure is mistaken sometimes for foo-foo dust. And I needed to say that tonight. And the other thing that I want to share with you, and I, and I really want you to get this in your brain, just really grab this. There's a reason that courses are taught in college 
Okay. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you guys. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, thanks for being with us. Somebody that doesn't know basic addition yet. So as human beings, we learn sequentially concept upon concept, idea upon idea, and then the implementation of those ideas or those those methods or those techniques, just like I learned how to put together or how to put the the motor and the keyboard on the correcting selectric typewriter. It's just through repetition, repetition, and, and through seeing the, the pace, watching the, the pace of the process modeled to me by people that were doing their 55 a night, 55 a day. And that's why I encourage you guys to listen to the stories at MLMSuccess.com. Listen to those stories because many of those people, the road they're on is the same road you're on. And, and I want you to get inspiration from that. Okay. And understand it's just sequential. That's why, that's why you have to take freshman English before you can take English three. And I know somebody just had the thought, Dale, I don't think you ever took English one. <laughs> well, I, I should have focused more on that in my life and I didn't. I took Southern 101. But these are, these are never going to change, guys. Launch it, customer acquisition, two-step recruiting, distributor retention. The only thing that's going to add to this is lead generation. That's the business. And if, and it, and if you're doing anything that's not focused in one of these areas, in my opinion, it's a waste of time if you really, really want to build a team. Um, you know, I, I just think it's, I think our time is too valuable and life is too short. And it's like, you know, I, I, I was talking to a, a company owner a couple of weeks ago and they're doing a training or they're doing a two-day conference, and the last half of the first day, they're doing a distributor talent show. And I said, for what? And I said, look, if you want to do that at night and make that optional, if people want to come at night and, you know, the guy wants to get the ventriloquist dummy out of his uh, garage that he had when he was a teenager and do his ventriloquism act and the, and the lady wants to do her tap dance and the singer wants to sing. And I think all that's fun and enjoyable and it would be a lot of fun and it would be a hoot. But that's something you do in the evening, not something you do during your prime inspiration, training, motivation time at your conference. And that's just, that's just my belief. And, uh, so I want you guys, you know, I know you guys are learners, you're learners. And what I really wanted to do tonight is just to encourage you that understand that there's different levels of competency. And just because you're consciously incompetent, incompetent, consciously incompetent, in some area of the business does not mean that you're not competent in other areas of the business. And you will get to a point where your competency outweighs your incompetency, if that makes sense. And sometimes you're very talented, very competent people get in a fog because they're, they aren't they aren't to a point yet of mastery where they can just, you know, this business is just mundane to them. It's just monotonous. But you will all get to a point where it's just monotonous. 
It's just numbers. It's just, you know, the motions don't even affect you at all. You know, and somebody, and it just, it just gets that way over time. And it's, it's so much simpler and it's so much easier. And then you have a whole different set of challenges. Once you get to a point where you're making more money than you ever thought you would ever make in your life, you've got more friends than you ever thought you would ever have. Then there's a whole different set of challenges that come. And I know a lot of you saying, Dale, just get me to those. I just want those challenges. Give me those challenges. That's the challenges I want. I want those kind of challenges. And I understand that. And that's my hope for you. And, but, and you will get to those challenges, but between now and then, it's what you do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. It's the amount of emotional time, energy, and effort you spend. And where you're spending it ultimately determines whether you get there over time. It's just not that difficult, guys. This business is really not that difficult. It's 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 emotionally draining because people are people. But you can do it, and if you persist, you will succeed. Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.